welcome to this edition of the umgoblue.com podcast. This is Phil Callahan along with Andy Anderson. And today we're going to talk about all the news that came out of the Big Ten Media event in Chicago this week. Um, well, Andy, uh, Coach Harbaugh made his customary splash with the media. Um, what did you think about what we heard this week? Well, I think, I think that Harbaugh is saying all the right things. He's doing all the right things. And that the media days went very well for him. I was, I was even more interested in hearing D'Antonio's comments to see what um, his state of mind seemed to be after the deluge of bad news that they've had uh, for over a year now in their program. And that was interesting. He had to handle that with a plum. But we didn't learn anything from him. Uh, the trip to uh, France and Normandy sounds good. It looks like that's going to go on. They dropped London off the, off the itinerary. But I think it's nice that they go to Normandy. And, uh, you know, uh, D-Day, look at those beaches, look at all that. It's nice for younger people to know what others have gone through to make them free. And that certainly was a big a big thing that happened in the American culture, even though it was on a foreign land. What did you think? Well, you know, the interesting thing for me is that you know, you don't hear a lot from some of these coaches all, you know, during the offseason. But really, it's been a perpetual media storm for Harbaugh this whole year. And, Absolutely. you know, it, it, it strikes me that really this is, as far as media attention goes, this is Harbaugh's world, and basically he just popped into Chicago to share himself with, with the media there for a few days. Um, you know, again... Um, he has kept himself in the news pretty much every week. There's something, and always something. So you know, pretty much, uh, you know, it's interesting to see the the media that doesn't pay as close attention as we do. Um, you know, there's there's some criticism. There was an article that basically said that that Harbaugh's act would be wearing thin if uh, if he didn't, you know produce some more substantial wins this year and, and the interesting thing to me about that is you have to remember that this these are Harbaugh's people okay this is not him being a hired gun that shows up I mean people in the, following Michigan football especially people people here in Ann Arbor they, they eat this stuff up and that's Absolutely. that's not to say that uh, you know they don't want to see some more substantial wins but I really don't think people understand, you know, some people in the media understand, and it could be they're going for clickbait, but, I mean, if you watch Harbaugh, this is him being him. You know, he's going to show up at wrestling events. He's going to take his team on crazy road trips to Europe. Um, he's going to, uh, you know, express what, whatever interest he has in, in legal proceedings and volunteer to to intern in a court for a day. I mean, it, it's it's him being him. And, and I think it's, um, listen, I'm a big proponent of, you know, take care of your business on the field and, and the rest I could do without. But this is him. He's not going to change who he is. And 
I don't think it's it's inauthentic. I mean, he he is who he is. This is this is who he's going to be. And he's been good for Michigan. The litmus test is whether what he is doing is good for the Wolverines, and it's good for the recruiting the way he does things. It's good for the institution's reputation. He seems to be doing it the right way. And can you think of another Big Ten coach that you'd rather have in his place as a Michigan fan? Can, well, Andy, can you think of another coach that you'd want in his place? I mean, <laughs> no. Now, no, not so. And it's interesting, like you said, you, you kind of watch the mess in, in East Lansing right now and D'Antonio trying to navigate through it. And you see uh, Urban Meyer, who who's been very successful on the field, but you really get the impression that Urban Meyer kind of scratches his head and doesn't quite know how to take Harbaugh mania. Um, now, you know, well, if, if, if you watch that the Michigan's over, lost to Ohio State last year, Urban Meyer was totally astounded that the Ohio State group win. He flopped himself on the ground if I saw the television. He, it just fell down with glee with that win because he knew that he had gotten away with one that he shouldn't have gotten away with. He knew it. So the, so I, the interesting I, news out of Chicago, the, the, you know, the legitimate news is allegedly we have a quarterback controversy. Um, what do you make of that? <laughs> okay. I feel good about the quarterback position for the first time in several years, probably since uh, Rodriguez was here. I feel that we have a plethora of good quarterbacks that any one of them, one of the top three at least, could take that team and do well with it under the tutelage that they're going to get. I think they got one of the finest quarterback coaches in the country in Harbaugh. I think that Pep Hamilton will devise schemes that will help them. They'll get rid of the ball quicker. They'll throw more short passes. I think they're going to be very much improved no matter which one of those three guys win it. We're going to be in good shape. And we're going to have people back of them that know what they're doing, know how to play, and are well coached. So there is a there is a controversy, and part of that is Wilton State's own fault because he did not play that well in the spring game that we saw. I didn't see the rest of the practices, so can't tell how he did there. But apparently he did all right. But he has the experience, and Peters needs better leadership qualities, needs to get more vocal, get more involved in that in that regard. And uh, John O'Corn is, is uh, he's on his last toss at the or his last grab for the for the ring on the merry-go-round because uh, this will be all for him if he doesn't do something this year. He won't be able to do it for him next year. So it's it's an interesting thing. I'm not all upset about the quarterback position. Not upset that that Peters uh, maybe maybe the the the, uh, the second the on the second string, but and maybe again he won't. I believe that that the best player will play whoever Harbaugh and the rest of them deem that to be. I do not think they will fail us at the quarterback position. 
Well, it's interesting because, again, the, I think the, it blew up in the media that there was a controversy. And A, I don't think there's a controversy. B, I don't if somehow it's not spate, y- you have to have total confidence in whoever Harbaugh picks. Now, back, right. back to your comment about Urban Meyer. You know, they asked him at Media Day how, how many times he watched that last play. He said over 200. So, um, yeah. you know, probably probably uh, celebrating, you know, 199 times. Um, you know, yep. the, the thing that, that kind of surprises me is that Harbaugh is completely controlling the media narrative. Um, you know, with the exception of that one kind of oddball outlying article about, you know, his annex allegedly wearing thin, and I say allegedly uh-huh. because... You know, I'm here, and, and people are eating it up, and I think you you agree. Um, the thing about it is, is that the whole story is the officiating at the Big Ten and uh, what happened with that, you know, was he short, wasn't he short? And nobody is questioning whether the game should have even been, had gone that long with, with Harbaugh having had the opportunity to end the game um, and going for the kick to tie, and and it's it's amazing to me that we're still talking about the officiating in that game, and and nobody has kind of you know made a peep about whether you know whether some different decisions uh, would have <laughs> would have precluded that from even happening. But again, um, it, it just shows that Harbaugh is is the master of media right now. Um, and again, I look at it, and you know, it's going to be really interesting heading into this year because, you know, and we've talked about this. It's it's third season, and you have a ton of starters, you know, gone. You have a ton of people on defense who who have a lot of experience, but you know, you're you're losing Jordan Lewis, you're losing Jabril Peppers. Um, I'll tell you, I really wonder, um, you know, the biggest impact. Of Peppers being gone, maybe on special teams, um, because you know pretty much you know every time there was a kick, they had to respect him. And um, not 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 only that, Peppers always, and I mean always, caught the ball. He didn't put it on the ground. And our man in the spring dropped a couple, didn't he, or at least one. And that's going to be a big thing. But now that you've broken into special teams, with Norton there to kick field goals, and uh, they're, they're going to be the kicking game, the punting and the kicking, I think it's going to be okay. What worries me is on the receivers, have they found somebody that can catch that ball with the certainty that Peppers uh, displayed his whole career? If they can, they'll be in decent shape. Because the rest of it's going to be okay, I think. Or at least offensively, I don't know about catching the guys, not letting long plays, long runbacks go. We got to see how that works out too. Well, and one of the players that are going to be missing up front is Taco Charlton, but uh, by all accounts, Rashawn Geary is a is a freak of nature, and uh, everybody's looking to see what he's going to bring. It's, it's interesting to me, too, that the confidence that observers of this team have 
that not only is Michigan going to replace the numerous pieces that, that they've you know lost, but that pretty much everybody thinks they're going to compete for the Big Ten. Now it doesn't mean they're going to you know win the Big Ten championship, but you know I you know they were picked first or second in their division, which is really pretty amazing. Um, all things considered. Now, again, got to get off. Well, that's a little contrary to what I've been when I thought they were third. Oh, well. Like Cleveland, somebody that does a big poll picked them third. But uh, no matter. It doesn't matter where they're picked uh, because nobody knows what that's going to be anyway. The questions are, is Penn State, are, are the boys from Penn State going to be as good as they were last year? And uh, how about Urban Meyer? Is he going to be better than last year? Uh, those two, of course. And Wisconsin, I, I think Michigan would, in the, in the Big Ten title game, if they played Wisconsin, I think Michigan would take them. But who knows? Well, anyway, uh, they haven't got the respect around the country as far as winning the Big Ten, except uh, in Las Vegas. Well, and generally, uh, the people in Vegas generally have a pretty good idea because they have their money on the line. Yeah, they do. Yeah, they do. Excuse me. So, and one, one other thing about the lack of experience—that's that's the big bugaboo this year. That it, didn't they play six, six? What was it? Fifteen or sixteen freshmen last year? Harbaugh knew that he was going to need those people for this year, and I think their whole future depends on the sophomore class this year and how good they can be. I know that they got a lot of stars coming in, a lot of big fellows coming in, um, but people like on when you and uh, a whole bunch of others have to show up this year and drag Michigan to to victory in the games that count. They can't go nine games. They went nine. What was it last year? Nine games in a row they won before the wheels fell off. Before they ended up one and three. <laughs> so. Yeah. So it's the other thing about that is I think that's why I can't see anybody other than Spate being the starter. Because, I mean, again, not unless he's hurt, but with all the different pieces coming in, um, I think that you're going to look for some, uh, you know, stability at quarterback. Now, one thing that I would really like to see is even if Spate is the designated starter, I'd really like to see whomever as the backup get some reps. Um, you know, me too. You know that—that's the one thing I think that you know. While it's sacrilegious to disagree with what Harbaugh has done in Ann Arbor, um, every season I wish he would have gotten the backup a little more reps, and that's still the case. Yeah, well, so I'm hoping that we like, see a difference this season. It's like. Uh, asking for sunshine in January in Antarctica because once Harbaugh picks that man, unless something goes drastically wrong, he's got a habit of keeping him. And so I, I don't think if anybody's hurt that you're going to see a lot of play from the understudies. I, I'm with you. I, I wish they would do it that way. You know, and they're winning the game 
put the understudy in there, let him get some snacks under fire. Uh, nothing is better than experience, you know, uh, for them. Nothing improves them. So uh, I agree with you, but I don't think it'll happen. Harbaugh said that the one in three finish was helping motivate him for this year, which I'm glad to hear. Um, it should be. You know, he and the team spent some time playing uh, European football as they hosted uh, the visiting squad from Rome that they had spent some time with over there. And I got to tell you, I was a little, I was a little disappointed that they took London off the itinerary because. Um, I love London. I would have loved to have gone on that road trip next year. And I'm not a big fan of France. So uh, I think it's great for them that, that they're going to get to see Normandy. And, and again, definitely an important you know historical site to see. But you bet. I was a little disappointed to hear that London is, is off, the, uh, off the agenda. Um, I'm with you. I spent a lot of good days in London. I love that British Museum. It's probably the best in the world, in my opinion. It's just a great place to see the theater, too. The theater's on the North, uh, uh, New York scale, as good as that, as good as Broadway, better maybe sometimes. And so the whole thing, and the people, and you're treated right. It's, it's just a good experience to go to London. It's a good long weekend trip for people that want to hang out in a museum and see a couple Broadway shows, Broadway-type shows. Uh, it's not out of reach for a lot of people. All right, well, that's going to do it for this edition of the UMGoBlue.com podcast. This is Phil Callahan along with Andy Anderson. Go Blue.